This is Unconventional Knowledge, the podcast that takes a look at the information hidden below the surface. Each episode, we ask an expert to give us an insider's perspective on a current event. South Africa is facing a serious electricity crisis with daily blackouts and power cuts across the country. In this episode of Unconventional Knowledge, political analyst Dr. Ralph Matheka discusses the reasons behind the crisis and why the government has no clear plan forward. South Africa is in the midst of severe power crisis, electricity crisis, the most severe that has been seen in post-apartheid or in a democratic dispensation. And this is because of, uh, of course, the failure of a government-owned electricity supply company, which is called ESCOM. Uh, this is a company that has been established more than 60 years ago. It is a state-owned entity whose job has been to provide electricity to the nation. And it has been doing so for the last, uh, since it has been established far back in the 50s or so. So what we have seen recently It's power cuts in South Africa, power failure going to almost 10 hours of no power in the country being distributed across the country. This is what we call here load shedding, which actually entails scheduled power cuts so that uh, the national grid does not totally collapse. And actually power is being allocated across the nation on that basis. Uh, this has resulted in severe, severe impact on the economy, negative impact on the economy. Uh, statistics show uh, figures coming out a day or so ago showing that the GDP has contracted by 1.3% in South Africa. That is the first quarter of 2023. Amidst high unemployment in the country, South Africa's unemployment is sitting somewhere at over 30%, and that is the official count of unemployment. Some are actually saying that that is a conservative estimate given the number of people who are estimated to have actually lost hope in looking for jobs. So they no longer count as unemployed. So the figure could actually be higher. The point though is that uh, the country is now in the midst of severe electricity crisis, perhaps the most electricity crisis that has been seen in post-apartheid in South Africa. Figures are beginning to come out. Uh, we are talking about uh, trillions being lost to the economy and that the power crisis is affecting the economy, the electricity crisis is affecting the economy is very much obvious. Small and medium enterprises are failing, small companies are having a serious, serious challenge staying afloat in a situation where electricity supply has become unpredictable. What happened here? We know that South Africa's power has been provided, electricity has been provided by state-owned entity known as ESCOM. This is a company that has been providing electricity, stable electricity to South Africa in the last 60 or so years. It is a company that has been established many years ago. Uh, electricity has been provided only through ESCOM, which is a state-owned monopoly under which power is being, product, uh, is being uh, provided to South Africa. The main source, of course, has been coal. South Africa is endowed with large uh, deposits of coal. South Africa has built many coal uh, plants, that uh, coal-fired electricity plants. 
the question here that often people ask is whether the current power crisis that is being experienced in South Africa is it a matter of local problems or should this be seen in terms of the global power electricity crisis that is being experienced by many nations within the region South Africa has been a power a net you can say that South Africa has been uh, so stable when it comes to power in the past that actually we could uh, export power to other countries countries such as Zimbabwe Mozambique some have in the past depended on power supply electricity supply from South Africa showing that South Africa was self sufficient to a point where electricity could be supplied to those countries but things have changed recently as we speak now 2023 South Africans are having electricity about 11 or so hours a day uh there has been a serious serious backlash on this because when the power fail when electricity supply is being cut you then have serious problem when it comes to crime and therefore resulting in more social uh, 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 you can say social turmoil if you like when crime goes up because the power is out that can only create more social tension within the society and this is the experience that we have seen here with the growing social tension resulting from this power crisis this has been the problem has got to a point where government decided in the last uh, uh, in a month to actually undertake the state of emergency activate the state of a disaster in relation to electricity the state of disaster in relation to electricity actually entails that government can then procure emergency power government can be able to uh, avoid lengthy processes that are normally required to be able to procure electricity and make sure that electricity is being fed into the grid so the state of emergency entails not having to worry about the lengthy processes that means you now allow government to uh, speedily address the question of electricity because it has become a national crisis it is indeed a national crisis uh, looking at uh, uh, the economic performance 1.3% gdp shrinkage in the first quarter of 2023 as the quarter has just come is coming to an end economic contraction it's visible you actually do not need to look at statistics here in south africa to understand that the power crisis is actually impacting on the economy large businesses big business banks mines they have spoken openly that uh, the power crisis is becoming the main risk that the economy has faced the most severe risk the economy has faced in recent years and yet much it's not clear as to when will this come to an end we do not know here as to what actually uh, is in place to deal with this and this actually raised the major question as to should south africa's electricity crisis be seen in the context of the global electricity crisis or the global energy crisis where we have seen some countries battling to generate hydropower because of uh, challenges they're having with the rivers drying in certain areas in europe 
their concerns about uh, energy, uh, the gas uh, supply, gas pipeline, and implications on energy in that in the in the region. But within that, uh, we look at South Africa, and question always emerge: Is South Africa's problem uh, should it be understood within that context, or? Is this a local challenge that has got to do with the corruption? Because the problem with ESCOM is incapacity, the breakdown of uh, generation plants, the breakdown of power plants. And most importantly as well, it is also about how public procurement has been infiltrated by interest groups that have actually hijacked public procurement where in those power plants that are being operated and run by ESCOM, massive corruption, uh, mis-invoicing, double invoicing, sheer corruption has resulted in the decline of capacity and also placing ESCOM as a state-owned entity in dire financial straits. ESCOM, it's almost failing. And the question now is whether South Africans should continue on the trajectory of trying to resuscitate the failing ESCOM, which relies on coal power, or should South Africa position itself to move from dependency on coal power towards introducing the renewables, uh, solar, wind power, and so forth, to be able to also be attuned with uh, what is going on globally, where one can say there is indeed uh, an attempt to move from a fossil-based power generation towards renewable. However, if you look at the debate on the renewables in South Africa, the governing African National Congress has not expressed a clear intent to move the country towards the renewables. So, Ralph, given all these difficulties with fossil fuels, why isn't the government planning to transition to renewable energy? This is because of the vested interest that has got to do with uh, coal. Because coal, South Africa has got many coal mines. South Africa actually supply coal to countries such as India and China. And yet South Africa cannot uh, fire its own uh, coal power plant. And some have actually argued here in South Africa that perhaps the pipeline of coal is what is causing the problem. Uh, corruption within the coal pipeline and perhaps even the natural inefficiencies or inefficiencies that seems to be coming through the coal pipeline thereof. So in the middle of all of this, we have power crises that require immediate attention, while at the same time it is important to position the country uh, to be ready for the renewables and begin to introduce renewables. South Africa has already accepted uh, renewable funds from donors and countries that are interested in helping South Africa to transition from fossil fuel towards a renewable and clean energy. The main problem here is that there seem not to be political will to actually move the country or transition the country or set the country on a transition towards the renewable. This is because of vested interest. Again, it has got a lot to do with how the transition to the renewable is being perceived as a transition that will displace what one can call the coal pipeline, the coal mining pipeline that has been the bigger part of South Africa's economy for years, for more than 50 years, South Africa has relied on this. So where are we going as a nation 
where is South Africa headed? There is no clear plan. President Ramaphosa's administration has uh, introduced a new department called the Ministry of Electricity. The view here is that the president is aware that uh, his own political party seem not to be willing to support transition away from fossil-based energy towards renewables. And the president is alternatively creating this new department that will look into the renewable. The question then is, will that the creation of a department that is focused on electricity, will it really increase government's impetus or will it show government's impetus when it comes to shifting towards the renewable? Or are we going to see the same stonewalling towards shift towards the renewable? Are we going to see some of the stakeholders who have got vested interest in the renewable in the in in the in the fossil fossil fuel based energy blocking attempts to move towards the renewable? Be that as it may, irrespective of the political uh, differences on whether you remove to the renewable and the extent to which or the pace at which South Africa can be moved to the renewable, the question remains that there is no power as, at, at this point. There is no electricity at this moment and South African business is actually struggling. This has got a potential to actually uh, even fuel social tensions and those who are focused much on looking at the social movement and looking at service delivery protests in the country, there is the question of electricity cut is coming in into that, into the fray, whereby there is a shutdown now being uh, muted by some opposition parties, some members of the opposition parties. They are saying that they will organize a shutdown. The aim is to bring it to government's attention that something needs to be done about the electricity crisis. Politically speaking, there is no clear agenda as to what needs to be done about electricity in South Africa. The governing African National Congress, there is no agreement and a clear agenda. What we have had is anecdotes that South Africa cannot easily transition from coal. South Africa is not ready for the renewables. But that does not answer the question, what needs to be done immediately? Should South Africa focus much on dealing with corruption at ESCOM, which could bring back the power stations to be running? Or perhaps that is not the problem. Uh, The problem might have to do with uh, maybe deliberate intention to frustrate uh, what is going on at ESCOM, maybe deliberate intention to frustrate government's attempt to stabilize power supply. There are all sorts of debates regarding conspiracies and so forth. And those debates do not actually bring assurance regarding where energy supply will be on a short to medium term. There isn't any plan. There is a talk about the renewable energy plan, but the renewable energy plan is not enjoying support politically. If it was enjoying support, there will be no need to create a separate department that seems to be insulated from the broader public service, a department that seems to be kept at the president, uh, closer to the president, within the presidency. That is, for me, it looks that government is quite desperate. It looks President Ramaphosa is unable to deal with the ongoing power crisis. There is no consensus as to what needs to happen. And it looks as if 
the energy sector now is on its own. Uh, government, of course, still has a leverage in terms of regulation, but it looks as if the energy sector is on its own because once government is unable to provide power through state-owned entities such as ESCOM, you begin to lose the leverage to actually even regulate or even provide policy direction. People are going to have to install the solar and some big companies are going to have to have their alternative energy in place. This could actually have serious implications on stability of government. The power crisis is very immediate. When electricity goes out, there is no arguing about it. The lights are out and something will have to be done immediately. Unfortunately, the politics is not tuned to address this problem. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Unconventional Knowledge. We hope that our conversation with Dr. Ralph Matheka has shed light on the complex issues facing South Africa's energy sector. For more in-depth analysis of current events, please visit our website at gsreportsonline.com or follow us on social media.